Welcome to the Eat Out podcast, an extension of our Facebook community, bringing together food lovers from all over Spain and beyond to share the best places to eat and drink in Madrid. I'm Valentina, your host, and I cannot wait for you to listen to what I have in store. I hope you're not hungry. I'd like to take a moment to recognize our patrons, Adolfo, Karen, and Jolene, who support the work of this growing community on a monthly basis. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com forward slash eat out. In this season's episodes, I will be talking to more of our community members in the capital about dietary restrictions and choices and how Madrid caters to these needs in 2020. On our first episode of season two, I'm joined by Seppi Tabibian, blogger and community builder from Houston, Texas, who started her blog One Delicious back in 2017 as a way to start blogging and document her experiences eating all things vegetarian in Madrid. Find out about her favorite spots to go within the city, along with her tips and tricks to navigating eating out meat-free. Hi, Seppi. Welcome to the show. How are we doing? Hi, Valentina. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. So for those that are listening, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. My name is Seppi, as Valentina said. And as I like to tell people, it's Seppi rhymes with Peppy, just so you know how to say it if you ever see me. I'm originally from Houston, Texas, and I've been in Spain since 2015 as when I moved here. Valentina is a friend of mine. We run a community together here. And so I work in community building and I used to work in social media. And that's a bit about me. So you do have a blog called Wanderlicious. Tell us about how this blog started, what it's all about, and how that relates to this podcast episode today. Yeah, sure. I would love to. My blog that I started, Wanderlicious, was my first little blog baby. As I just mentioned, I work in community and before that social media and kind of my journey and path into these new career paths all started with this blog, Wanderlicious. And it's about vegetarian friendly restaurants here in Madrid. Because when I moved here in 2015, I was already a vegetarian, but I was having trouble finding information on where to go eat as a vegetarian. And so as I tried all these different restaurants, some were vegetarian, some just had vegetarian options. uh, I thought, well, you know what, maybe I should chronicle all this in a blog so that people like me who are looking for vegetarian places to eat can find that in one place. And so that's how it started. And it got a lot of uh, visibility really quickly. So it was great just to try out different restaurants in Madrid. And although I moved here in 2015, I actually lived in Madrid in 2001 long, long, long time ago. That was my first time here. And the city had changed so much. I remember when I first, first came here, there was just a handful, I could count them on my hand, of vegetarian restaurants. And now Madrid is a much more veggie-friendly place. Oh yeah, definitely. In the last few years, just so many new places have been popping up that have been catering to different needs. I know that vegan is really big here. I mean, it's big in the world right now, but it's really nice to see that different places are are opening that can cater to people that have different choices or different needs or even allergies within food because we all want to eat good food. It's just sometimes we have to be careful. So tell us, you're vegetarian. How long have you been vegetarian now? I've been vegetarian probably since 2013, Mm. but that's when I gave up fowl. Um, But I would say probably, it was I think 1996 when I gave up anything with four legs. So that's when I gave up cow and pig and things like that and lamb. 
them, and but I was still eating chicken up until 2013, and then I stopped doing that. So just a fun fact out there. I live in Spain, and like I said, I've been coming here for almost 20 years, and I have never tried jamón ibérico, which like blows the <gasps> minds of Spanish people. Wow, that is a fun fact. Have you not ever been interested to know what it tastes like? Or obviously you see it a lot. Do you ever think, oh, I'll just take a little bit? No, no, because <laughs> I think for me, you know, people become vegetarian and vegan and give up meat for different reasons. Some of it's ethical. Mine now maybe is more ethical, but in the beginning, it really was just that flesh kind of disgusted me. So when I see jamón ibérico, it just doesn't look appetizing because it just looks like flesh to me. And you went through a period of your time eating meat and then you also done a period now just vegetarian. Is there anything you miss? No, there's nothing I miss. And I think a lot of people who maybe are thinking about going meatless, you know, for them, it feels like they're giving something up. Mm. For me, it was really just a natural progression. I never told myself like, that's it. I'm not eating more chicken or I'm not eating more beef. It just naturally happened. I just didn't want to eat it anymore. Like I didn't desire it. And I never missed it after giving it up. So I will say I'm not one who really likes labels because I think, you know, actually probably my diet is 90% vegan, but I still eat dairy from time to time. And I'll have sushi very rarely, but every once in a while. But I don't consider myself a pescatarian because I don't really eat fish at all. Right. So for those that are listening that may be a bit confused between vegetarian and vegan, what are the differences? There's different levels of vegetarian. Basically, vegetarian is someone who's plant-based, but maybe they're still consuming some animal products like eggs and dairy. A vegan doesn't consume any animal products. So they're not consuming any eggs, dairy, and they're not even consuming honey either because that is derived from an animal as well. So those are kind of the different levels. So for me, like I'll still maybe have butter sometimes, or if I order, I don't know, a pasta with the cream sauce, I can still eat that. That's something that a vegan wouldn't eat. I still have ice cream from time to time. So there's still some dairy in my diet, but it's it's very minimal. Ice cream is hard to say no to at the best of times. Yeah, it is. And I've been scoping out vegan ice creams in the city. So I've tried out one or two places recently because I also want to yeah minimize the dairy even more that I'm having but it is hard to find a good vegan ice cream out and about in the town hopefully as the years progress and the demand is there for these kind of foods that people will take that on and create these foods and have these options for people right now I've been really into this is something I have at home but frozen grapes have you ever tried that They're like amazing. Yes, those are super refreshing. I used to eat those and then my teeth got very sensitive, so I can't eat them anymore. They're great for the summer though. I mean, I'm freezing every possible fruit there is right now, so everything's frozen. (laughs) So being in Madrid, obviously you've been here before and then you came back. Do you think it's easy for someone who doesn't eat meat to enjoy the food scene in Madrid? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, Spain in general probably isn't the top of the list for a vegetarian, (laughs) but I think Madrid has become a very vegetarian friendly city in the sense that there's a lot of options here. There's a lot of, like you were saying, a lot of new restaurants coming up. So specifically, there's a lot of vegan and vegetarian restaurants to go to, but also there are, you know, I would say meat-based restaurants that are offering more vegetarian options. While Spanish food itself, so if you go to a typical Spanish tapas place or restaurant, you're not going to have a lot of options, but some more of maybe the newer restaurants and chains will have more options for you. So I don't think it's difficult 
to be a vegetarian in Madrid. And do you have any tips for anyone that's maybe coming over to Madrid for the first time, either now or in the future, on what to do when they get to restaurants? Do you ask? Or do you research the menu in advance? Any things that come to mind? Yeah, well, I would say definitely check out your group, Eat Out Madrid, because people are always asking. You can check in there to see what restaurants are popular and that people like that are vegetarian or even vegetarian friendly. Definitely do your research before you go. Like I said, if you're going to a typical Spanish restaurant, you're going to be really limited to just a few dishes and it gets monotonous. So I'm not always excited when I'm going with a group of people and we go to a typical Spanish place because I know I'm going to have tortilla de patata and maybe salmorejo if they have that. So do your research in advance, check the menus. The menus here at a lot of restaurants, you know, will have a designation to let you know typically what foods maybe are vegetarian and vegan friendly. And also I would say, you know, anywhere you go in the world, not just Madrid, I think if you also kind of stick to more worldly foods, you're going to have tons of vegetarian options there. So definitely, you know, if you're in Madrid and you feel like you're having a hard time finding a place where you can find vegetarian food or good vegetarian food, check out the Thai, Indian, Ethiopian, Middle Eastern. You don't just have to have Spanish food the whole time you're here. Although it's very nice food, I think there is a point where you can have too much tortilla de patata, too much pimientos padron, patatas bravas. So yeah, I would encourage everybody that is either living or visiting to try different foods. Now, one thing I want to mention is that if you feel like you can, uh, I know some people listening may not be able to speak Spanish, but a lot of places do speak English. There's no harm in asking if a plate can be adapted to your needs. Now, some of the Spanish places may not be as accommodating, but a lot of the other places I've found with different people I've been out with that can't eat certain things, they're more than happy to remove things or add double of something that's already there onto your plate. So it's really worth asking when you get there in a nice way, of course, if things can be changed and hopefully they can accommodate you in that way. Yes, I would maybe in a very kind way, just make sure that the waiter understands your needs because it's less common now, but it still happens. It's happened a lot when I was here, you know, over a decade ago, is that when you, you know, for instance, ordered a salad at a place that maybe tuna came on the salad and you said, I don't want any meat, no tuna, no whatever. And the salad still comes out with tuna because for some reason they just didn't really think that tuna was meat. Sometimes meat is considered like the jamon we're talking about or mm. like a piece of steak or something. So just make sure you're very clear, like you just want the vegetables and no little pieces of ham or, or tuna on there just to make sure. Yeah, because sometimes they sprinkle, for example, jamon on top of the salmorejo or just garnish other things with, with different things that may not be to, to your needs. So yeah, just to make sure you, you check. And if you don't speak Spanish, ask for an English menu. A lot of the times they do have English menu and ask what's in certain plates and hopefully that will help you get something that you can eat and enjoy as well. So in your blog, you talk about a lot of different places would you share just some of your favorite places with us? Yes. One of the newer places that I just love is Honest Greens. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had that the other day too. I ordered it in. That's a great place. Honest Greens is a restaurant, kind of like a, a fast food restaurant. And what's great about Honest Greens is they have so many vegetarian options, but they also have meat as well. In case if you're going with somebody who is a meat eater, um, you both have great options for both of you to choose from. Delicious food, fresh and very healthy. 
if you want, you know, for Spanish, when I have people come visiting and I want to go somewhere where I can, where they can have Spanish food and I can eat as well. I like a nice little night out at Lateral. So they, mm-hmm. they have a lot of options there that you can choose from. Again, like I said, you know, definitely any kind of worldly restaurants. There's great Ethiopian. Hanan is a great one that I go to. Middle Eastern, I love the falafaria. And I just heard about a place called Barganso, which yes. has great falafels and hummus. I've had them a few times already too. And just to throw it out there and just like vegetarian specific, these are actually vegan restaurants that I love. Viga is one of them. That's the mm-hmm. name of it. They have a great menu del dia. And if you want something a little bit nice and kind of fancy, La Tia Carlota is another great option that has really interesting um, and kind of like, yeah, very just nice plates to choose from. Oh, they all sound really good. Now, I know that you are a big lover of Thai food. Mm-hmm. So tell me, where is your go-to Thai place? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I wish I had one. You know, I kind of hop around from Thai place to Thai place. But I will say the one that I was eating at most recently is Ginger Boy. Is that the name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ginger Boy, that took me through the lockdown. I was ordering that probably once a week. So highly recommend it. Good. Now, for those of the listening that are maybe thinking about transitioning from a meat-based diet, or some would call it a balanced diet, into more of a vegetarian diet, do you have any tips or tricks or advice to give them to easing into that? Because I know that I've tried it. I'm not a vegetarian. I do eat meat. And there's some days that I don't eat meat. And I, I have actually tried to transition and not eat meat at all. And it's been really difficult. Yeah, I would say, you know, every body is different, right? So I'm not one to preach and say vegetarian's the best way, vegan's the best way. Like I said earlier, I don't like labels. Like I eat what my body kind of wants to eat and it doesn't want to eat meat. (laughs) Sometimes it wants to eat sushi. But I would say for anyone transitioning, you know, just be aware that vegetarian diet isn't just salads because a lot of people may think Mm. that, oh my God, if you're taking away the meat, so what am I eating? Like rabbit food? No, there's so much more to it than that. So I would say maybe if you're tiptoeing into it, try some of these restaurants that I recommended so you can taste what really creative and abundant vegetarian food can be like. It's so much more than salad and know that you're going to be eating beans and legumes, all kinds of vegetables. And even now uh, there's so many meat and dairy substitutes that you can still have your favorite, like, you know, with the Beyond Burger, you can still have something that it's going to taste somewhat like a burger to you uh, if that's what you're craving. And I would say, you know, start off, you know, you don't have to be so drastic in one day to the next, change your diet, slowly incorporate a vegetarian diet. So maybe you just do it dinner time, or maybe you do it certain days of the week, little by little. And I think just educating yourself on how to do it is what's going to help you transition smoothly. And definitely try to just have the mindset that you're not giving up something. You're actually gaining so much more. Vegetarian diet can be balanced and it's very rich and healthy. And there's so many options out there. Um, So just, you know, start dabbling in it. And so you can see that there's just so much more than spinach and lettuce. Yeah, no, I definitely have seen a lot of information out there on the internet and especially on social media pages, which me and Sepi are very active. You've got a lot of accounts sharing information that isn't always true. So it's important to do your research when you are thinking of transitioning and, you know, trying to do it bit by bit or poco a poco as they say here in Spain 
And again, seeing what you like, I feel like sometimes a lot of people do things because other people are doing it. So really just think about what's best for you. And if that's what you want to do, try it or have a meat free day a week or, or something. Some people are able to transition the next day. I don't know how you do that, but I would love to know. And yeah, just being mindful about what you're eating. And when your body tells you that something's not right, make a mental note of it and think, okay, probably shouldn't be eating this again, or I don't feel comfortable eating this and just kind of build on that. I think it's a process that does take a long time to kind of figure out what is good for your own body. And as you said, everybody's body is different. Yeah, I completely agree. And I would say too, you know, if you do transition to a plant-based diet, definitely, you know, get your blood work done and stay on top of what's going on internally, because it is true that you may lose some nutrients when you stop eating meat because you're not incorporating the right vegetarian foods. And so there is a learning curve. And so for instance, when I go to the doctor, when I went a few years ago, I they told me that I was B12 deficient. So now I take a supplement for that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I'm not mindful of how I'm eating, you know, I'll have low iron. And so I need to go and incorporate certain foods that are high in iron. So you do want to just make sure you're eating a well-balanced vegetarian diet so that you're getting all the nutrients that your body needs. But you can totally be healthy on a vegetarian-based diet. You don't need meat to be a healthy functioning. I completely agree. So tell us where people can contact you, find out about your blog and some of the places that you have been to in the past. Yes. Definitely. So check out my blog, wanderlicious.es. You can find information on there. As I said, vegetarian restaurants in Madrid. There's also, I think, some vegan ones and also meat-based restaurants that are vegetarian friendly. You'll find uh, information on the most popular vegetarian and vegan Facebook groups in Madrid. And I know we're not meeting up right now, but I also have an article on different meetup groups for vegetarian people as well. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at Instagram. Oh, and it's my name, which is kind of complicated. Complicated, but I'm going to spell it for you. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes as well. Don't worry. Yeah, she'll put it in the show notes. So it's Seppi Tabibian. Actually, look at the show notes. You'll find it there because it's going to take a little while to spell it out. But you can follow me there. I used to post a lot of pictures about food on there. Right now, it's more of um, my professional life. But if you have any questions about being a vegetarian in Madrid, hit me up on there. I'm happy to answer any questions and to help. Perfect. Thank you. Now I have one last question and I really want you to think about the first thing that comes to your head. What would you love to eat right now? Oh my gosh. Okay. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> what would I like to eat right Right in front of you right now. You can have anything you want. What is it? Oh my gosh. I mean, I think because we were just talking about honest greens, they have this great poke salad that doesn't have any meat on it. Yeah, that's what I want. I want the Honest Greens poke salad without meat. <laughs> Someone send her a poke right now. <laughs> all right, Sebi, thank you so much for sharing all that with us today and being on the show. Thank you so much for having me on. I hope that it was helpful to your audience. And for anyone who comes to Madrid, don't worry. If you're a vegetarian, you'll have plenty of things to eat. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. Please share it with your friends and family so they too can learn more about where to go in the capital. In the meantime, if you're not already part of Eat Out Madrid on Facebook, we would love for you to join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Eat Out Madrid to connect with other food lovers and share your favourite places to eat and drink in the city. As always, I'm getting hungry, so I will see you next time.